Welcome to the Creative Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Lopez. I'm very excited to bring to you a series called uh, Leadership in Times of Crisis and Fear. I think it's really important right now in these crazy, uncertain, and wild times for us to be level-headed, very thoughtful, and very mindful of how we're leading. Uh, We're going to interview some coaches and talk about some solutions to some issues and, and how we work in our spaces. Uh, and I just hope you learn from it because we talk a lot about growth, development, learning all the time and, and, and relationships really. And I, I think those are super important right now. So continue to build those relationships, uh, bring hope, uh, build faith, be light in dark spaces. And more than anything, uh, just continue to get better every day and be what you know is needed, whatever place you're in. So I, I just really thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy it. My guest today is Will Martin. He's recently named the head coach at Missouri Western State University. Uh, I brought him on because I just, I know his perspective is coming from his heart. And I want you to hear his heart. And, and I want you to remember FLOW, that acronym FLOW. Uh, keep it close to you. All right, so I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the podcast, Coach. Man, thank you so much for having me on. It's truly a blessing. Coach Martin. First of all, congratulations on being promoted to the head coach at Missouri Western State University. Very excited for you. Very proud of you. Uh, I know this is where you belong, man. This is good, good stuff. So, uh, yeah, thank you for taking the time and making the time to come on to talk about uh, some of these issues. No question. You know, it's been it's been so so humbling, and I'm so grateful just to to be in this position, and I'm fully aware that. It has very little to do with me, and and it has a lot to do with these kids, this community, and, and every mentor, every player that I've ever coached, that I've ever learned from, that have taken the time to invest in me. Uh, that's what this is all about, and I'm fully aware of that. Good stuff, Coach, and that's it. You, you're, you're hitting the, the nail right on the head. It's kind of like you didn't do this alone. This isn't something that you did in and of yourself to be able to just take up, take up all the credit, you know, beat your chest in, in, in being braggadocious, beat your chest in excitement. Yeah, for sure. But not in the sense like, yeah, I did it. I did it. Look at me. And so I, I like that. I like how you're kind of deflecting the credit, which is good. That's the right thing to do coach. And, and I would expect that of you. So here again, appreciate you being on now, coach, we're in these crazy times, you know, given, you know, society where everybody's at, uh, some people are handling it well, some people aren't. And I just want to bring some, you know, your perspective and some light to these situations. So my first question would be, Coach, how can we as coaches, leaders, and mentors model calmness and peace? Well, well, first of all, let me say this. I think that it's so important that we all do our part, not just as, as coaches and mentors and, and teachers, but we all do our, our part in, in order to keep people individually and collectively healthy by, you know, abiding by the physical distancing. And, and I say physical yeah. distancing because I, I don't like the term social distancing. Um, and the reason why I don't like the term is because there's so many other ways that we can socially be connected. And we've been yeah. blessed with technology. We've been blessed with ways to connect, not just emotionally and spiritually, but from a social standpoint. So, um, you know, you know, first of all, 
do your part uh, in terms of physically distancing, um, but find ways to socially connect, find ways to emotionally connect, find yeah. ways to spiritually connect with each other. And our, our role as coaches and mentors is to facilitate that. Just yeah. like in anything else in a coaching role, we have young people that are looking up to us for, for guidance and we must be prepared and organized in a way that allows these kids to feel connected, to feel like they're here, even though they're not. Yeah. You know, you're saying a lot there because uh, I, I kind of thought of the same thing as well. I think this is the, this is the time to start connecting more than ever with people, maybe not physically, uh, but calling people that you ain't talked to in a while. You don't know how they're doing. Sending a text out like, hey, you good? Y'all good? We're good. You know, whatever. You know, that's, uh, you don't know how people are processing these, these times. You know how people are, are, are living in fear. Maybe they have a relative that ha- came down with it or whatever. Uh, you know, I just think you're right on the money when you're talking about making sure to stay connected with people because that's what we need in this lifetime. We were, we were created for connection. We were created for uh, social purposes, to talk to one another, to be around each other. Uh, that's why, you know, Eve was, you know, Adam and Eve. It wasn't Adam and that's it. You know, <laughs> two people needed to be on earth at the same time because there's a need for connection and relationship. And I just, no and I just believe that that's, that's so true what you're saying. So coach, uh, you know, now as a head coach, man, you know, first of all, again, congratulations. As you look forward now to what you're, you know, undertaking now, how do you prepare and connect for this kind of this new normal that we're living in right now? Well, one, you have to, you have to adapt quick. Um, the, the more you think about things changing and evolving, um, the quicker it is for you to get behind the curve. So um, being being very flexible, adaptive, coherent during our time, yeah. energized and stable, um, I think that that's, that's really key. F- finding some level of consistency for your staff, for your players, I think that's huge because the, the connection piece is everything. But we as human beings, not just these kids, but us as, us as humans, we have to feel some type of order. And it's been that way from the beginning of time. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at this, this universe, like there's order in the universe. And so for any system to work, and we're talking about a basketball program, a team, a community, there has to be a system in place. Chaos can't reign forever. And, you know, this virus has hit us in a way that none of us were prepared for. The, the, the world wasn't prepared for this. But, you know, as, as we step into a new normal, we have to get organized within within the system to, to keep everyone connected. And, and and that's my job right now within my current role here at Missouri Western is allowing our guys to start to fill this, this new normal where, you know, Zooming two to three days a week and, and FaceTiming and connecting in different ways, it might not be comfortable because we're not used to it but it has to start feeling a little more normal because that's what we're living in right now yeah and we don't we don't have to accept that it's going to be this way forever but we have to accept what is now and and, you know you and i talked a lot about that in the first in the first podcast there's a level of acceptance in all of this and and having true surrender and acceptance doesn't mean that you just you just give up and that you're not hopeful for something better, 
But in order to get to something better, a lot of times you have to accept what is yeah. and be present in the moment. And I'm, I'm so fearful that people are going to miss an opportunity to, to miss a gift within this, uh, within this curse. Yeah. Um, th- there's always a blessing within the curse. And, you know, right now, not only connecting with our, our loved ones, people in our family, in our home, where a lot of us are quarantined, you know, I sent out a tweet before I even had any idea how bad this, this whole situation was going to be. And the tweet was basically just like, you know, every time I'm on the road recruiting, every time we're on the road playing games, you always hear coaches say like, man, I wish I could spend more time with my family. I love, yeah. I love coaching and I love the business, but I just wish I could spend more time with my wife and my kids. Yeah. Well, now you've got the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Are you, are you taking advantage of that? That, that could be the blessing within the curse. Um, you also look at people who say, man, I, I wish I could work out the way that I used to. And we're limited because a lot of gyms are shut down, but the weather's been nice here in St. Joe's the last few days. Yeah. Like there's an opportunity for you to go take the time that you usually don't have to go on a walk. And, and we have to, we have to educate our kids on the fact that they have that opportunity now too. They have an opportunity where, they can be educated at home, but be around their parents in a way that, that they usually don't get that opportunity when they're away at college. Yeah. They have time to, instead of being glued to uh, the Xbox, when, whenever they're in between classes, they have time right now to maybe go for a walk with their pops. You know, like yeah. there, there's so, there's so many opportunities here and we have to be present enough in order to accept them and, and be fully aware that, you know, we can take advantage of some of these opportunities. Yeah. Within the crisis, within uh, adversity, there's always opportunity, you know, I, I just completely believer in what you're saying because uh, we all wish for certain things. Like you said, you talked about coaches in particular. Uh, I, t- I talked to one coach the other day and I said, Hey man, have you been able to go back home? Because he's, sep- he's separated from his family right now because of where he's working. And he says, you know, I've been here since March 13th. And I said, man, I got, I, I was filled with joy just to hear that. You know, I, I was so filled with joy because I know what that separation may look like, may feel like, you know, and I think, and now, you know, he's got his time with his family and that's, to me, that's great. It's invaluable. And here again, like you said, it's an opportunity to, to reconnect, to continue the connection, to strengthen the connection. Uh, and maybe, to, you know, right some wrongs too. You have that time too, to be, to have that FaceTime. So that's great coach. Uh, I appreciate you saying those things. So, Coach, we talk about you, you talked about systems earlier, and consistency and coherentness. You know, how will you ease those that you serve and then serve with you into the new systems and processes that are facing us now? I think the best way that that we can serve as leaders um, is by our actions. So, um, sure. if, if I'm going to talk, if I'm going to talk about taking advantage of these opportunities. You know, I have to live that. Yeah. So, you know, our guys are kids are smart. Yeah. <laughs> kids are very intuitive. Um, whether they are physically around or not, they pick up on things. Yeah. And so, if I'm out here preaching, finding inner peace, and, and trying to find the the gift within the curse, the blessing within the curse, um, spending time with your loved ones that you are quarantined with, the few people that you do get to have interaction with. Yeah. And then I'm not living that. I'm not. I'm not taking the time to to have valuable moments with my fiance, 
and the few staff members that I'm a, I'm allowed to, to be around in a physical distancing way. Again, I want to make sure that uh, everyone knows how serious this is, and, and you know we, we need to we need to live within the parameters that have been placed upon us because we are we are in a crisis. But you know the few people that you do get to interact with physically, you have to you have to live up to what you're preaching, yeah. and, and and take advantage of those moments and be a little different than, than what you were when, when life was in our, our other area of chaos. Cause everyone wants to call this chaos, but yeah. you know, we, you could argue that we were living in chaos uh-huh. before with the, with, with the way yeah. that uh, the world operates and we're busy, 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 go, yeah. go, go. It's, uh, it's the next email. It's the next meeting. It's the next workout. It's the next practice. It's the next film session. You know, yeah. that, you could argue that that's more chaotic than the times that we're in now. It yeah. slowed down a little bit. So um, that's a long-winded answer to your question, but I think you got to live it out. And I think that players see that and they sense it. So yeah. uh, one, you have to live up to, to what you're talking about. Two, I think that you provide leadership by creating creative ways for other guys to do the same thing. Yeah. And and giving them examples of things that they can do, giving them examples of how they can become more socially and emotionally and spiritually connected while still physically distancing themselves. Um, I think that one of the, the, the most important aspects of this, and, and I don't want to get too religious, but, um, you know, everything on a certain level is spiritual. I think that prayer is huge in these times yeah, for sure. and, 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 and telling your kids and regardless of what you personally believe in, whether, whether you, whether you talk about meditation or prayer or taking time to find inner peace, I think you got to educate your guys on that. Um, mental health, whatever that is, taking time to be still taking time to be, be fully present and aware, spending more time in, um, intelligent talk, spending more time in reading a different type of text or book or whatever that is, I think that we have to educate our kids on what that looks like. And our role as leaders is to provide the example. Yeah. So what you're saying there, Coach, is, you know, kind of led to my next question about strengthening relationships and being present in the moment. That's kind of how you do it right there. You, you, you try to open up uh, the young people's minds. Because right now they may be close to fear, you know, worry, fear of the future, for sure. Trying to figure out where they, they were just figuring themselves out and thought they figured themselves out. And now maybe things happen to a degree that they felt like, now nah, I don't know what's happening. Now I don't know what my world's about. Maybe I need to change my major. Maybe I need to, you know, who knows, right? Where they're, what they're going through, mental health, like you, you, you alluded to earlier. That's something that really... And kind of the whole purpose of this pod, this this portion of the podcast, this series alone, really was uh, was weighing on me because I thought there's there's a lot of confusion out there. But then at the same time, you talked about chaos prior to this situation, very much so. I feel like now we've slowed down. Now we have time to think, be at rest, find some peace. Uh, so it's been yeah, like a blessing in disguise. So I, I like the way you're saying it, man, because it's kind of going it's kind of going through my list already of questions, which is great, man. Like, I'm so glad that you're, you're expounding on these things because they really are what are going to bring us together. Because if you show that you care enough to make suggestions to your 
to your players, to your staff about, hey, maybe you can process things through this channel, through meditation, through prayer, through prayer, through whatever, through just breathing exercises, you know, whatever the case may be. I think that's just really important. So I appreciate you saying that. Now, Coach, well, re- re- go ahead. regardless, and not, not to interrupt you, but, you know, regardless of what your your personal beliefs are, we, we as a human species, uh, we as a collective conscious, we, we've not been given a spirit, uh, an individual or a collective spirit of fear or timidity. Yeah. We, we, we've been given a spirit, and, and you can look at, at, at the history of time uh, of, of things that, that we, we as a people ha, have gone through and overcome. We've been given a, a spirit of faith and love yeah. and self-discipline. Right on. And we have to lean into that more than ever because it's so easy and I can go on an easy tangent here, but it's it's so easy if you if you look at history. And I was a history buff in high school and college, and even in grad school. Even though I, I was a a master's in education, I studied a lot of history. And, and every generation goes through a tough time, yeah. multiple, multiple. And, and, and this is one for us. But in the moment, a lot of times you feel like it's unique and different, and We've never been through this before. Well, we have been through this, and our ancestors have prepared us for this moment, so we have to lean into the faith instead of the fear yeah. because faith and love is what's going to carry us through this. Yeah, truth. Big facts, man. Like I, I love that you're bringing that up because that's, uh, the human condition is conditioned at times to, to just gravitate towards fear because, it's like you said, it's easy. It's easy just to let yourself go into that place, but it takes resilience. It takes courage to jump out of that because that, it, was, it wasn't yours to begin with. So don't take it. So yeah, I like that. Really good stuff, coach. So like people are going to look to you for guidance, right? And they're going to, they're going to want to know, Hey coach, what do you got for us, man? I mean, whether they say it formally or in, informally, or they just show up at your office or give you a call, what exactly are you going to be messaging to your program and to your staff right now? Well, a huge thing for us is flow, and and anyone who's around me or, or talks to me knows that flow is the concept of flow has has mapped my life in a way that I could have never manifested by my own analytical thinking brain or any of my best actions. And, and for me, faith, faith, or flow stands for faith, love, ownership, and work. And everything we do as a program has to operate in flow, whether that's offensively, defensively, whether that's connecting with people in the community whether that's academic, um, administrative work, operational, everything. Everything has to operate in flow. And, yeah. and that doesn't change during this pandemic. Yeah. So every, everything we do as a, as a team, as a squad, every, everything that we do to stay connected has to operate with faith, love, ownership, and work. And it's kind of perfect that uh, the, the way the acronym flows, for lack of a better word, um, because – it starts and ends with faith and word. And I believe that faith without action is dead. dead yeah. And right, right, right now we feel like there's a lot of inaction because we're not able to do what we, we're, we're normally able to do, but there's so many other ways for us to stay active in, in, in this realm that we're currently living in. And we've already touched on this and discussed it, but we have to, we have to lead, in that space. And then we have to have love and ownership to give that work meaning. Yeah, for sure. And so right, right now what that looks like is to, to get more technical. Um, that looks like zoom meetings. That looks like FaceTime 
that looks like creating ways through the technology that we've been given to keep this system organized so that we don't just feel connected on a spiritual level, but we feel connected in an organized systematic way as well, because that's important. And, yeah. and I know, I know for myself, I, I can often get, get lost in the intuitive empath way of connection, but it's important to also be organized and systematic so that there is a little bit of order within the chaos. Yeah, and, and so right now we're focusing on flow. We're, we're focusing on faith, love, ownership, and work. But we're finding ways to take ownership within the times that we've been given. And so guys have to take ownership in being leaders in Zoom meetings. They have to they have to find ways to be leaders when we get off of a Zoom meeting. Just like if we got out of a practice and somebody seemed down you have leaders on the team that have to pick guys up. Yeah, yeah. And they have to be perceptive of that, even though we're not in a practice-type setting, even though we're not in in a meeting-type setting where we're all sitting in the same room. They still have to take ownership, and they still have to lead within that. Yeah. And, and, and so I think part of this is empowering our young people to learn how to lead in times like this. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, you're, you're right on, go ahead. Coach. No, no, you're right on, Coach. I, I, I kind of want to talk about that, empowering people to lead. Like that's, uh, you know, I think young people really do have the prowess to, you know, in those uh, settings, in those platforms to take the lead because they'll do it anyways when they're with their friends talking and, and shooting shooting the breeze with their friends online or whatever. They'll talk over each other. And, yeah, so they're good with that. And I think, you know, it's like you're saying, using, you know, taking ownership of the time. Man, time is always on time. You're not going to beat time. Father time is undefeated physically, mentally, every which way. And so when you take ownership of your time, you're saying, I'm going to be intentional with my time. I'm not going to waste my time. I'm going to maximize my time. And not only that, I'm going to respect everybody's time <laughs> and do things the right way and be on time. So I, I love that, Coach. That's so good. Really good stuff, man. But, uh, you know, as as you kind of navigate through this coach and you've had some great mentors and, and some great coaches that you've worked with, worked for, been around, uh, you know, I, I think, okay, if you work with those type of leaders, those type of mentors, those type of, you know, in one case with coach Calipari, that's an icon, you know, hall of famer. Uh, do you think as those mentors, those coaches, those leaders that you worked for, worked with and yourself as well, do you think coaches and leaders are somewhat built for times like this? You know, that's, that's a great question. Um, no, nothing truly prepares you to lead. I think that, that leadership is within and, and people are given roles and titles and, and I've worked for some of the, the best in the world, but especially in times like this, I think that, that everyone has to look within regardless of what your title is, whether you're a coach, you're a teacher, you're a nurse, you're a CEO of a company, whatever that is, um, everyone has the ability to lead. Yeah. That's, that's, that's something that we're all gifted with, and it gets twisted. A lot of people think that some, some are, are gifted with just this innate ability to lead and others aren't, and, and I think that's hogwash. Um, yeah. I think that we all have the ability to lead, and, and I, I, like I said, 
I've had some great mentors. Not all of them have been head coaches. Yeah. Not 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 all of them have had the title of president of a company or principal of a school. And and so I think now more than ever, when you talk about empowerment, you have to really look at each individual's capacity to lead within the moment, each individual moment. And, you know, I look at moms and dads and a, a lot of these moms and dads are homeschooling kids right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you talk, you, you talk about leaders, the, the mothers and fathers of this country, of this world are the biggest leaders in, in these moments. Uh, yeah. My, my sister's, my sister's a nurse and she's calling me every night just talking about, you know, what, what it looks like in the hospitals right now and, and how fearful people are regardless of the virus, just because of the times that we're living in. And, you know, nurses and doctors and uh, physicians and phys- physician assistants, they're leading us right now in a way that we need. Yeah. And, and so, you know, are we, are we built for this moment? I think that the moment builds us. I think that yes. we, we respond and we react to the time. Yeah. I think that, you know, we talked about the history of time. You always see leaders emerge in moments, and a lot of times it's the unexpected. A lot of times it's the unqualified that step up and lead. Um, I, I got I got a letter from an elementary school student the other day, and she was talking about things that she's been doing at home with her parents, mm-hmm. and she she had a better understanding and and better awareness of our times than. I did in the moment and that knocked me off my feet. And I uh, thought, man, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, she, she gets this better than me. And in that moment, she was a leader. Yeah. Sophie, Sophie was a leader for me. And I, I think that we all have to, we all have to internalize and, and process what leadership looks like for us individually. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, the, the moment builds us and, and we have to be, we have to be present. And we have to lean into that moment. But as we do, you're going to find, you're going to find the leaders emerge everywhere during this yeah. time. Yeah. You know, and that's what we hope for. You know, the, I told one of my cousins the other day, we were on a, we were talking and he was kind of, you know, expressing some concern and maybe some fear too, I think was sprinkled in there. And, you know, I've always looked up to him and he's an older cousin. So I always looked up to him like, yeah, he's always, you know, Mr. Cool Cat. In, in tough times, these guys are always going to be cool. So I reached out to him, and he expressed fear, but I thought to myself, and I told him, I said, dude, you know, the cream rises to the top in these situations, and, and we're the cream, man. Like, we're going to be okay. We have to help others, you know, in this time. We have to bring peace and comfort and all that to people, especially our kids, you know, especially our wives, especially our families, especially our friends, uh, those that we're connected to. So, yeah, the, yeah, like what you said it, Coach. The moment will build that, you know, the moment builds the, these leaders and, and kind of brings them out of the woodworks, if you will. So, yeah. But in terms of in terms of us as coaches, you know, I, I think about how we prepare guys for, for games and we always have different analogies and, and for what what a game looks like because kids go through so many different emotions, so many ups and downs throughout the course of the game, uh, lead changes, injuries. It's a, it's a physical game. It's an emotional game. And in practice, in film sessions, in meetings, we, we always talk about as coaches 
preparing our kids for what they're going to go through in a game. Yeah. And it, it's, it's all about adjustment. It, it's all about um, adaptation. It's all about being flexible. And so we have to, in our roles as coaches, we have to lead the same way we lead when we're preparing kids for what they're going to go through in a basketball game. Yeah. And it, it seems, it seems like a silly analogy and I don't, I don't mean to diminish or demean the serious time that we're in, but right now, you know, we don't have a ton of control of the outside circumstances that are going on. Yeah, Just like right. a lot of times in a, in a game, you don't, you don't have full control uh, of certain circumstances, but what you do have control of is that what you can control. Yeah. yeah. And, and so we have to do the same thing in these moments. And we talked about it when we opened up the podcast, we have to look at what we can control and stay focused on that and execute that at a high level. Yeah. Yeah. And not let the not let the uncontrollables overwhelm us. Yeah, no, we're we're responsible for the correct response. I think that's well, you know, in situations like this, because the first thing everybody talked about was what's the 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 so and so's response to this. What's this country's response to that? And it's like, what's our response as individuals, as uh, you know, coaches, parents, anybody in leadership? What's our response? And I think that really uh, speaks volumes of who you are at that time. So, so yeah, coach, I, I completely hear what you're saying. Now, what do you in particular, you know, we, we talked a little bit about how we can make some, uh, you know, investments into people's lives by giving them kind of, Hey, try this, try that to get through this time. But what do you depend on coach and what do you lean on to get through times like this? I fully depend on faith and, and, and I'm, I'm comfortable in saying that and being fully transparent in that. Um, I, I think of the verse in Psalms, you know, be still and know that I'm God. Yeah. And there's, there's two commands there. Uh, oftentimes, you know, we're able to, to look at be still and, and that's hard enough, <laughs> especially in our yeah. world, the, w- the way that our society operates, the way that our minds operate, yeah. it's hard enough just to be still. And, you could write a, a 300 page book just on being still, but there's a second command to that as well. And that's know that I am God. Yeah. And reg- regardless of what you believe in, um, ha- having a faith in, in something that's bigger than you, um, ha- having faith in a higher power or, um, flow or the universe or your family or a country or a world, whatever that is, whatever it is that you, that you believe in that's bigger than yourself, you have to know that, that, that they are in control yeah. and, and have full faith in that. So right now, more than ever, we're not only called to be still, we're almost being forced to be still. Yeah. Um, we're also called to, to know that um, there's a higher power that is in control and we have to lean into that and have full faith that, you know, right now there might not be much that we feel like we can do, but being still might be the answer to that. And having faith that there is a bigger purpose, there's a bigger plan in all the turmoil and all the sadness and all the fear, there's a bigger plan in this. And we have to have faith in that. And, and that's what I lean um, wholeheartedly on. Yeah. Like you said, there's a whole book you can write on just being still. 
I think that uh, sometimes it's our problem is we can't be in one room. We can't do just one thing where, you know, a lot of us are built as multitaskers and multidimensional beings in our minds. Like we're thinking of all kinds of different things. And right now we're kind of forced to be still. And I, and I feel like that's, that's part of being at rest too. rest, have your mind at rest, have your, your, your spirit at ease, you know, just, you know, you can't control anything like you said. So you might as well calm down and relax and just, you know, take it as it comes, but make sure your response is proper, is right. You're doing like you said earlier about, yeah, practice, practice, whatever it is they're telling you. So, you know, quote, social distancing, uh, washing your hands, all those things, using wisdom and being vigilant. Uh, so, yeah, really good stuff, coach. You know, you, well, you know, I, and I, I, I quoted Psalms, which obviously comes from the Bible. But if, if you look at Zen, if you look at the ways of the Buddha, if you look from a historical standpoint, you look yeah. at Martin Luther King and how he how he preached non-resistance. I mean, yeah. that that that's all having the capacity and the willingness in certain moments to be still and knowing that there is a, a greater purpose that is being served in the moment. And I, I think about the serenity prayer, you know, I'm going to control what I can control, but I'm going to hand over and surrender that, which I can't control. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's just wise wisdom right now in these times is, is either going to be uh, here again, like you said, built up and people are going to find out who's really the ones to lean on and, and leaders and all that. But I think wisdom is always key because uh, you can have all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't have wisdom, you don't know what you're doing with that knowledge. You're really not applying it. So yeah, coach, good stuff. Now, my last question, coach, is what lasting thought would you leave with your peers and their families in hopes of a brighter day? Have faith. Be still. Take the opportunity to be present, to be fully aware. Lean into your family. Lean into whatever you believe in. The things that go beyond our analytical thinking mind. You know, you and I talked a lot about the subconscious mind in our first our first podcast, and sometimes that can go over people's head, but the subconscious mind is anytime you're in the zone. You know, people can relate to that from a, from a sports standpoint. You talk about Michael Jordan was one of the best in the world at, at being in the zone. Well, what does that mean? Being, being in the zone is being so present that you're outside of your thinking mind. And right now, more than ever, We've been given an opportunity to turn in inward and be present in that. And, and we all have a, a calling and a purpose and a passion. And, and right now we can truly listen to that. Yeah. And, and so, so often we listen with our mind because we have a million thoughts that are going through our brain, but the heart is what truly guides you. The, the heart is that, is that silent voice within you that is guiding you to something deeper and more meaningful. And now more than ever, we have an opportunity to actually hear, hear the beat of our heart. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times the chaos in our mind and the chaos in the outside world doesn't allow us to truly listen and hear that small voice. Yeah. And so what I would encourage everyone to do, and it's what I'm trying to encourage myself to do, find ways to dive deeper into that voice, that inner voice. And what I've done is I've tried to, to journal a lot. You know, I, I've found that 
in this time, my, my journaling is a lot more intentional because even before when I would journal and I would meditate and I would pray, I found myself oftentimes thinking about what was going on in the day because the day can be so busy. Well, you know, now I have a little bit more time to be intentional in my journaling, in my prayer, in my meditation. And so I would encourage everybody to take that opportunity because that can lead to something that you could never manifest or create in your own best will and your own best actions. And we all have the opportunity to lean into that right now. Coach, I appreciate your time. I know things are kind of wild right now uh, for you personally, as far as your uh, schedule goes, you know, but here again, congratulations. Uh, I'm so excited for you. Very happy for you. And here again, thank you for taking, for making time man, to be on. No question. Thanks for providing the platform. This, this is one of the ways that, that we can stay connected. Like we said earlier, um, just because we're physically distancing, it doesn't mean that we have to socially distance from, from a, from a social media standpoint, from a technological standpoint. And then even deeper than that, it definitely doesn't mean that we can't emotionally and spiritually connect with each other. And you providing this platform allows people to do that. So I thank you for your service. And I thank you for, for all that you do because it's so much bigger than basketball. It's, it's bigger than, than any business. It's bigger than anything else. And I appreciate that brother. You have a great day. All right, my man. Stay safe. Likewise, man.